Hey, yo, Johnny Dumas here, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, and welcome to Team Engineered. If you're looking to lead a team of engineers or engineer your team for greatness, tune in now with your podcast hosts, Jade Green and Kyle Probert, and be prepared to ignite. We are back for yet another round of Team Engineered Podcast. I am here with the wonderful Jade. It's morning time today instead of our normal afternoon slot. So we're on coffees today. Not too many coffees though, because as we've spoken about before, Kyle gets a little overexcited if he's had too many coffees and it's not good for everyone else. It's amazing for Kyle. He gets heaps done. Mm-hmm. It, let's, let's be honest. Jade on a few bulletproofs is also not great for everybody else. Apparently she runs a lot faster and her mouth uh, <laughs> talks faster than people can hear. <laughs> Yes, yes, and the words sort of blend all together. So, blur. yeah. <laughs> but we're not that many coffees into the day, and today we are talking about nonverbal communication, and probably more specifically is how you show up and how you present yourself. Um, now, this, this came from I was listening to some, oh, and I've just lost the name, but we, I was listening to. <laughs> I was going to sound really, really smart as I said who it was. And yeah, um, Stephen McKenna, mm-hmm. Paul McKenna, sorry, Paul McKenna, um, about how you carry yourself into a situation and how you carry yourself um, when things are going on is how, you, how your brain will react. So we, we already know that our brain is this really, really marvelous thing that A, we have control of and B, does its own thing. But we've also got control over all the other stuff about how we sit and how we carry ourselves and the the bit that I really really enjoyed was um you know when you're getting some when you've got to sort of say something that's bad or you're reflecting on something that's bad you know if you think about something that didn't quite go right in the world if you're hunched over and oh geez that presentation went really bad Mm. everything drops you know everything falls and everything you feel down from it Whereas if you go, ah, that presentation was bad. Why the hell am I smiling? <laughs> well, this this goes this goes to the concept of smile when you dial, right? Absolutely. So answering the phone, this, and this is a real example of uh, how I used to teach my recruiters. It's like Velocity Consulting, Jade speaking, like <sighs> versus Velocity Consulting, Jade speaking, and I actually didn't have to do anything to change. All I did was I sat up. And I put a smile, yep. but the, obviously the sitting up changes where your diaphragm is and where the, where the sound comes from, but there is just, you can literally hear a smile in somebody's yes. voice yep. when, when yes. they lift. Um, and so I, I don't understand exactly why, but a hundred percent it works. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think the important part to remember about all of that is, yeah, particularly when you enter a room or when you start a conversation, is that if you start hunched over, it's always going to be that way. If you start on, you know, upright, stand up straight, you know, like mum always said, stand up straight. <laughs> oh, hi, mum. <laughs> if, we, if we're carrying ourselves, then we, we immediately emit a much better vibe in the room um, and it's more likely that people are going to lift and resonate with us rather than drop and resonate with us. 
Well, this reminds me of, uh, I literally, usually I'm standing up when we do our podcast, but we've been having a conversation. So I've been sitting on my stool. <laughs> the, I was the power pose, the Wonder Woman power pose. So have you seen the Amy Cuddy's um, TED talk? Yes. Right? The actual physiology of what this does before you need to do a presentation makes such a big difference to how you roll into the room, right? Because shoulders are back, chest is open, diaphragm is expanded. We're grounded in our feet. We're stable. Like all of these signals that are coming to our brain about this stance, like the Wonder Woman stance. So if, if you're listening, just imagine me standing here literally like Wonder Woman. I feel like I've got my Wonder Woman belt on today. You've kind of got the Wonder Woman belt on. It just yeah. needs to be gold. Maybe. Yeah, I just need to dip it in gold. Yeah. I feel powerful in this belt, actually. Like, nice. yeah, all right, take on the fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I think, you know, just to, to harp on again, and is that that's the stuff that we have control of. And, and although it sounds a bit funny that, you know, standing up straight changes how you feel, it does, but it also changes how everyone else perceives you. Mm. Yeah. And that's super important. Yeah. So one of the things I was thinking about there is, like if, if you are hunched over, right, you, you feel it, it sends a message to other people that you're either unconfident or closed off to feedback, like because you're closing down, you feel you're small and other people's brains are reading that instantly. And so just like, because usually if you're feeling more in control, you're, you're, work, you're, you're willing to be open, you're willing to be out there. And you're instantly telling the other people that you're ready and you're, and you're energized and you're ready to do this versus when you're crunched over. So I think it's so important that we, we really think about it before we meet, enter a room, like we've talked about doing the meeting maximizer to get our mindset ready, but really thinking about, okay, I'm going to enter a room. What's the first, what's the first impression I want to give? What, what's the signal I want to send when I walk into that room? Oh, I don't know what I was watching, but this goes to do with, with dating. Um, I don't know if it was on a movie or I can't remember, but they were talking about like if, if someone walks into a, a restaurant or a bar and they're looking down at their phone and they kind of like, they look a bit timid and they're not sure where they're going versus even when you're shitting yourself, getting yourself right outside, get, getting rid of the crutch, the phone and squaring up and walking with purpose around the room the how much attraction and the reason why I paid attention to that was I watched it just before I was going to a live networking event and I hadn't been to a live networking event in god knows and I literally was Do those things myself. still exist yes um <laughs> but this one this one was with a difference we didn't stand there and do a little pitch or anything we were literally real business owners real ones having dinner together and being introduced to each other from other people who knew each other nice. in real life. In real so life. So not like a, a bunch of people with, without masks, but I mean, the people knew each other outside of work, outside of the networking event. So it wasn't a group of people coming together just with the purpose of networking who don't actually work together outside of work. They're real business people who interact and wanted to recommend or introduce like a proper connection. So because of that, I would think I was extra nervous because 
I knew that there was actually like one of my friends was putting his reputation. Basically he was like, can you come? I want to introduce you to these three people. Um, And Uh I hadn't been into one of these events for a while. And so I knew I was also going to be coming late because I had a long day and I said to him, I can't get there by that time. So there was a whole lot. And my default used to be like, look distracted on your phone. (laughs) So you don't have to make eye contact. And I was like, okay, that's not going to serve me. I'm going to fucking stride in there. It's like, Hey everyone, sorry I'm late, was on Zoom. And it's like, I think the the difference that that sent to people of the like the the way I radiated were completely set the tone of how everything went from there on in. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Everyone's wanting to talk, everyone's wanting to share. Yeah. Just because of the way that you carry yourself into that situation. Yeah. Um Versus, yeah, so I think if we if we think about any time we're walking into a, a physical room, what is that first impression? Because you only get one first impression, right? What is the message that you want to send whenever you're, like, it can be you're doing a meeting one-on-one with a team member or a, a, a group team meeting or for your guys walking into the training room, what yeah. message would it send? What message would it send if you've got all your students sitting in there waiting for the trainer and the trainer walks in head down looking at his phone looks up kind of finds his way uh goes back gets a coffee comes back i was like oh yeah hey guys what is that what do you reckon that's often too yeah what do you reckon the the students would feel then what's the what's the what's the sort of story they're telling themselves or what what's the feeling they would be getting in that moment I reckon most people would be going, I'm not important. Yep. This guy's not taking this shit seriously. He's just going through the motions. Yep. Like, so if he's not taking it seriously, why should and I? We, with a lot of our students, you know, we're, we're, you know, we've got boisterous, loud tradies coming into the classrooms. And, you know, if, it, it's very, very easy to be beaten into your corner if you're not open mm-hmm. enough and yeah that's not to say that they're um you know all i would say almost all of the tradies that come into our classes are open boisterous happy you know they're they're generally you know in a good mood they're not trying they're not wanting you to fail yeah um, so if you just walk in open for them you'll always have a much better day of training than mm-hmm. if you walk in closed because immediately yeah. They just go into, ah, here we go, fresh meat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm. I actually. I'm thinking about one of our clients and and the way that their um, team leaders run huddles, and a lot of them are turning up as if the huddle is an inconvenience, uh, even though they like it's a benefit of them to do the huddle to get the team to do what they need them to do, but they kind of feel put out that the team doesn't just do what they need them to do and they have to do a huddle to make them do what they need to do. And they roll in, checking their Apple Watch, doing a million other things. Like they're they're kind of heavy with the stance and it's kind of this energy of like <laughs> the fuck off force field around them, <laughs> right? And the, the I don't want to, like it just screams, I don't want to be doing this right now. And like, so when they start those meetings and that's the energy that comes, like those huddles or toolboxes, 
And then they get frustrated that people are fucking around or not paying attention or they don't ask, like, why didn't you ask that question when we had the toolbox? Well, you had the fuck off force field up. I wasn't asking shit. <laughs> I was a game. And no. it, it becomes a self-fulfilling cycle as well mm. where your brain's telling you that I don't want to do this. And mm. then because you've projected that to everyone else, they're giving it back. And so your brain's seeing that again and you're into this spiral then of yeah. you know, nowhere to go. Yeah. So if we think about, say, team leaders running toolboxes or huddles or um, trying to get their their guys to do what they want to do, what's the what's your tips for them to hack the situation? <laughs> like your mother always said, stand up straight. Yep. <laughs> Shoulders back. <laughs> it, I guess it's um it's it's putting the attention in first that needs to be put in. So you know, in, instead of um, rolling into, oh, I've got to do this, and then, oh, I'm going to do this, and, oh, I'm doing it, you know, okay, I'm, I get to do this, I get to connect with my team, you know, okay, that, that immediately I, I go, oh, this is better, but give them that open, you know, stand up straight, for, you know, present yourself the way you want to present, um, you know, for and, and it might sound silly, but, you know, make sure your shirt's clean. <laughs> you know, like if you're starting the day, look like you're starting the day, not finishing it. Mm. Um, you know, if you're, and, and look, it, it's different in different scenarios, but like maybe the team leader should tuck his shirt in. Mm. <laughs> even if everyone else doesn't, and even if no yeah. one else expects you to, look the part. It's positioning, right? so dress for the role that you want uh and and that doesn't mean about moving up the ranks it's about if you want to if you're if you want the your role to be the one that is the leader is in control and has not authority in a bad sense but you know they do look to you to for for guidance then look like you're the person yeah like if it if it should be obvious i've always said this it should be obvious when you walk into the room who's in control of that room not from an arrogant point of view. It's like, they've got their shit together. They're the one carrying themselves. If I need something, I'm going to them. Yep. And, and we, we've all seen that before too, you know, like you, you walk into a, a meeting or, or a, a group setting and you know, you're trying to pick what's going on and you naturally radiate to the person that is carrying themselves confidently. And, you know, I, I know I've done it before where I'm, picked out the wrong person that I should be talking to because they were carrying themselves, you know, like the, 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 um, you know, the, the everyday workers were carrying themselves better than the supervisors and managers because, you know, whatever else was going on and you naturally, like if you, if you're trying to talk a, like a pitch or a, a concept or an idea, you're naturally talking to the person that seems to be, carrying themselves and and that and sometimes you should actually be talking to the person with the head down yeah yeah well the thing is like we we read all these non-verbal cues and our brain starts to go oh they if they've put in some more care about a how they look then you know how you do one thing is how you do everything it's kind yeah. of like the what the brain starts to assign 
Um, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong and people should be judged on image or whatever. And it doesn't mean being full done up. It's just, it, it actually is just about the care factor. Yeah. Like, do you care? Like, are you shabby or are you on top of it? And do, do you look like you've acted with intent? Do you want to be here? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Oof. I feel like there's a song that goes with that. <laughs> <laughs> we find that. <laughs> and, and it's so true, though. Like, um, when, when we're trying to communicate with our teams and when we're trying to, um, you know, sometimes we've got to deliver things that might not necessarily be straightforward or may even be controversial, you know, it's really, really important that we carry ourselves confidently mm. and, and look like we have this because it, you can try and fake the confidence and if you're hunched over and faking confidence, <laughs> no one's going to believe it. Whereas, mm. you know, if, if you're standing like you believe it and you've told yourself you believe it and you, your yeah. physiology is explaining that, then you're going to have much better outcomes with your teams. Yeah, beautiful. So I'm going to definitely recommend, we'll get a link in the podcast show notes to Amy Cuddy's TED Talk. Uh, who did you say it was that you were listening Paul to? McKenna. Paul McKenna, yeah. So we'll we'll get that in as well. But what I think everyone should be that's listening right now should be doing is going, okay, what's the what's the next situation I'm walking into? And how do I want myself to be perceived? What's the first message I want to I want to send? Like, because we all judge by the books by the cover. What's the first What's the first message I want received by the people that I'm interacting with? And what can I do to be to I want to say take control of that message, like rather than leave it to chance. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think um, it's I think it's really, really important. And we've spoken before about paying attention to the little things mm. um, and paying attention to how you feel in um, the way you're dressed and the, what you're wearing and how you're presenting yourself. Um, a, a, an example I was I was thinking about as we we're prepping for this. Um, Working in underground mining, we used to always wear a big belt and you know, big shoulder straps and mm -hmm. um, belt. And we had you know, our battery for our light and tools and you know, all the, the self-rescue, all the stuff. Um, and, it, and it weighed, I don't know, so, sometimes it would weigh between 20 and 30 kilos. And I used to, when I wasn't wearing it all the time, I noticed that when I put it on, I always felt like, oh, fuck. I just don't want to do this yeah but the straps and everything actually pulled that way and yeah. pulled the body into a position where you just naturally felt that way yeah. um, and i thought it was quite interesting reflecting on that as we'll as we're prepping mm. for today that you know that was an example of the external environment making me feel that way yeah and i had no idea about it until i, I sort of went well actually what it did is it pulled my shoulders down and it, it you know the diaphragms compressed and now I just don't feel like it. And what people don't understand is like how much, like how much impact your diaphragm and the way you're breathing changes the chemicals in your body that changes what's happening in your brain. And so mm. when you are like compressed and that, and it's, it's changing the way that you're breathing, it's literally changing the way the chemicals are acting within your body. And so it's not just a, oh, it's a, a mental thing. It, it 
there's actual science behind this, guys. There's so a physiological change yeah. in, in your um, in your blood and uh, oxygen and everything else. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was reading um, about how breathing through the nose and breathing properly into the diaphragm, how that helps things. As, as crazy as it sounds, it helps to fight off disease and all those sorts of things too. Mm. Just through the chemicals that are created in that process. Yeah. Yeah, well, and we talk about like the the ability to like where you're breathing. So breathing, like if you're if you are compressing, you're only breathing up in the top of our lungs is the anxiety breath, and we're not like we're up in here when we're when we're breathing down into the diaphragm. That full expansion is telling again that we're safe because we're able to take full breaths. So we're we're telling our system that we are okay. Um, I think we probably need to do a whole nother, we'll do a whole, whole nother podcast around the breath work side of things, I think. Yep, definitely. How, 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 you, can, how you can hack your brain through breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very true, very true. So, um, but yeah, let, let's, we probably should come back to where, where we started. So we, we were talking about a physiology, how that affects how we feel, which therefore affects how we project ourselves to our, our team so really important that you know we set ourselves stand up straight like mum said <laughs> i can still hear those words ringing <laughs> because it does set our brain into a much better mm. you know a better mindset so to speak and so the things that sit behind that for the nerdies this <laughs> Yes, us geekies. <laughs> oh my the god! Yes, that... I'm literally in a spa at a day spa. You say talking to my friend about like I've got my hand as a fist and I've got another one over it. I'm talking about how the neocortex, our logical thinking brain, comes offline, and our hippocampus and our amygdala take over and shoot bad chemicals down our spine and takes our brain offline. <laughs> and I'm like, my friends are going, "You're such a dog." Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so by setting ourselves and breathing properly we're putting the right chemicals into our brain we're settling our brain so that we're reducing things like stress um, we're less likely to go into the fight or flight mode so if we're um, you know particularly if we're doing something contentious or super important to us you know it's really important to get this message across and it's really important to work through all of these things before we actually go into whatever that situation is and it could be as simple as a team meeting to start the day, toolbox talk. It could be a peer review type meeting where maybe we've got to give bad feedback. There's no such thing as bad feedback, but you know, negative type feedback. Or growth feedback. Feedback growth for feedback. growth. It could be that we're having a conversation with our kids or our kids' teachers or our family or whoever it is. And however it is that we want to bring into that, it all actually starts with how we hold ourselves first and then how the brain's going to work behind it. Awesome. So I think there's some really tangible tools there that everyone can apply. And I just want you to think guys, like what's your action item from this? Like just have the awareness, at least start with the awareness of when you're going into the next one. But now that you've heard this, you're, I'm sure you're going to up level anyway. Absolutely. Awesome. Great to have you all with us again, everyone. Can't wait to see you on the next one. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks guys. Thanks for listening to the Team Engineered Podcast. Are you ready to build a kick-ass team, weaponize your workforce, and live an epic life? If so, connect with us at www 
teamengineered.com. And while you're at it, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.